Good evening, everyone. Welcome to your D1T and 5 for the evening of Tuesday, August 10th, 2021. I'm Connor Newcomb, and let's get right into the biggest stories. The NCAA Board of Governors announces its 23 appointments to the Constitution Committee. The 13 D1 members include Penn State AD Sandy Barber, North Dakota State President Dean Bresciani, Xavier AD Greg Christopher, former Michigan and Iowa President Mary Sue Coleman, Tulane AD Troy Dannon, Georgetown President John DeJoya, former Texas A&M President Robert Gates, Ivy League Executive Director Robin Harris, Robert Morris President Chris Howard, Baylor President Linda Livingstone, West Virginia AD Shane Lyons, Georgia President Jerry Moorhead, WCC Commissioner Gloria Navarez, ACC Commissioner Jim Phillips, and former New Mexico track and field student athlete Kendall Spencer. Yahoo's Pete Thamel breaks down the terms of incoming Missouri AD Desiree Reed Francois' new contract, noting that Missouri will pay UNLV $500,000 for the buyout. In addition to the $550,000 base salary, Reed Francois will earn $250,000, quote, in exchange for your assignment to the university of any and all rights of income from such matters as radio and television shows, speaking appearances, apparel, marketing events, and all such matters related to community and university functions. Reed Francois can also earn up to $150,000 per year in performance bonuses in areas that include academic and athletic performance, financial performance, and development. Additionally, Reed Francois can earn $150,000 in deferred compensation per year payable upon completion of the contract term. The Richmond Times Dispatch's David Teal reports Virginia Tech AD Whit Babcock's compensation will remain unchanged according to the terms of his extension. Babcock will continue to earn an annual base salary of $635,000 with an annual raise of 5%, annual retention bonus of $230,000, and annual deferred compensation of $100,000. If the Hokies finish in the top 30 of the Learfield Directors' Cup, Babcock's base salary increases by $50,000. His salary also increases another $50,000 if VT finishes in the top 25. Valparaiso has adopted Beacons as its new nickname after permanently retiring the Crusaders moniker in February. President Jose Padilla said, quote, Our new nickname directly connects to the university's motto, In thy light we see light, and represents the Valparaiso University community in many ways. We are beacons of light and hope in our communities. We are beacons of change on campus, in our region, and in our country. We are beacons of knowledge for our students' academic, social, and spiritual growth. Above all, we are beacons of God's light around the world. Nebraska AD Trev Alberts weighs in on conference realignment, saying, quote, I think my take is that expansion for the sake of expansion is not always the right move. I think what's happened with Texas and Oklahoma, it gives us a little bit of an insight as to what other strategies are, so I think we can create an alternate strategy that's in the best interest of the Big Ten. Long term, the Big Ten is in a tremendous position to be able to capitalize on whatever happens. I think you'll see the Big Ten be deliberate and careful because we can. If there are other institutions that bring great value to us and are aligned with our missions and make sense, we'll probably participate. But where we stand right now is in a very comfortable position. SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey contrasts the uncertainty of last year's football season with this year's and encourages people to get vaccinated. Sankey notes that vaccination rates among SEC teams are, quote, well above rates for the general population. Our teams are leading and have asked questions, heard directly from medical experts, and accessed the COVID vaccine throughout the spring and summer. We know nothing is perfect, but the availability and efficacy of COVID-19 vaccines is an incredible product of science, not a political football, and we all need to do our part to support a healthy society. 
Like the SEC a year ago, will you now try with us to return toward normal? State policies limit the SEC's ability to establish conference-wide mandates. We need individuals, our fans, to join in accessing the vaccine, reducing COVID-19 spread, limiting the chances for more variants to emerge, and enjoying a full year ahead for college sports. On Three's Eric Prispell notes that one reason to slow down the college football playoff expansion process is to allow the CFP to hit the open market when the contract is up. One, quote, prominent college athletic official explains, quote, you absolutely want to go to the open market, period, no matter what the format looks like. And one advantage to having a bigger format, whether you're taking eight or 12 teams, is having multiple networks. Having multiple networks is a huge advantage because when you add the two packages up, it's typically greater than one network having the whole package. Plus, it gives you greater exposure. Moreover, Pris Bell observes that having a piece of the college football playoff postseason package could translate into more buy-in from a network during the regular season. Quote, if Fox were to secure a piece of the CFP package, it potentially could choose to invest even more in the sport and its regular season package. I don't see how it moves forward in the two-year time period that was hoped for. It might even be a start over at some point. That's your D1T and 5 for the evening of Tuesday, August 10th. I'm Connor Newcomb, reminding you to join us back here tomorrow morning.